Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast. How you doing? How you holding up? I'm glad that you downloaded today and are kicking it with me. It's kind of like hanging out with you. I'm kind of hanging out with you, except you're mute and you can't talk. And so since you can't talk, you just made a friend that talks a lot. And if you can talk, I just keep talking the whole time this podcast is going on. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like having a selfish friend, right? <laughs> it's just, it's just like having a selfish friend that just talks constantly. But I mean, I'm not usually talking about myself constantly. I'm talking about what I think about, but it's not like, it's not like I just like, oh, me. Hmm. But uh, how are you guys holding up? I know that. The coronavirus deal is going on right now. And there's a lot, I mean, right now there's a lot of panic. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of unknown variables in this whole situation that we're in. But we're all kind of in this deal together. And that's why it's important to me, especially right now, it's important to me to keep keep the podcast up and keep going because we all need to, like, take a breath sometimes. You know, sometimes... Uh, when you're going through stuff that's stressful in life that kind of freaks you out a little bit, it's good to kind of to, to step back and take a breath and, you know, laugh or think about something ridiculous. That will help you. You know, if this podcast is not your deal and you're just trying it out and it's not your deal, then like you need to find something that 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 you do enjoy because like it's it's a freaky time right now. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot going on that's that's just crazy, and uh, yeah, I think that we're all gonna get through it together. You know, people are stupid. That's what like the whole since they've told people to stop gathering in groups, that's like talking to a wall. And I think that the leaders in this country, I'm not talking about just the president. I'm talking about local leaders and governors when you look at everything and you look at everybody, it's almost like a nation or cities of toddlers. It's kind of like when you see all the kids on spring break, you know, all over each other. And then you see, you know, the people at uh, St. Patrick's Day gatherings and stuff like that in the big cities and bars and concerts. It's like, man, do you not, do you not get it? Do you, are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, maybe that's maybe maybe that's just like the grown up in me and the adult, the responsible adult in me. But I think even when I was younger, maybe in my teens and 20s, I think all this would have freaked me out a lot, you know, because back in those days, I really would have bought into all kind of conspiracies that have to do with the stuff, you know, which I do think that there are conspiracies. I don't know that people are talking about that I kind of sort of buy into about this whole deal, but I'm not really going to talk about that today because, uh, because more or less what I want to do today is just have fun because that's something that a lot of us are not having a lot of right now, probably, you know, unless you're like a scientist in a lab that's like, finally, an infectious disease that I can study. And that kind of stuff, because like those kind of people get excited about that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of people right now. There's a lot of people saying a lot of stuff on the Internet. There's a lot of people that are saying a lot of stuff, making a lot of videos. And one of them that I came across today. And as soon as I saw it, I wanted to I wanted to share it on my podcast. There's a couple there's like a press conference that I want to share with you today. But this is somebody named Vanessa Ann Hudgens. And what she's like in the actress, right? And a singer. 
and I've never heard of her before. I never saw this this woman before in my life, but uh, I could tell by the video that she was somebody who thought that she was important. So I was like, what's her deal? And come to find out this Vanessa girl was in, or I guess she's a woman, was in High School Musical, like the film series. And uh, she's 31 years old. And she made this video, I think... It's, it might be an Instagram video. It's an Instagram video or a TikTok video. I want to say it's Instagram. And, uh, and she had this to say. Um, yeah, Till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry. But, like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. But at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die. Just terrible, but like inevitable. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm so glad that you did, Vanessa. I'm so glad that you did. Like, yeah, people are gonna die. Which is terrible, but like inevitable. <laughs> oh man, just the kind of videos, the kinds of videos like this that come out where people say things that that are just man it just shows like when i see videos like this i'm just like uh you know maybe a pandemic's not so bad after all like yeah people are gonna die which is terrible but like inevitable So I don't know about you, but I just love that. Like when I see stuff like that and I see people that actually that is the those are the thoughts that they're having. I just it, it, it really makes me feel warm inside. Like some people feel warm inside when they see like a little puppy video or a cat video or something like that. Like one of those feel good videos like the there's still people who there's still good people in the world like those kind of things. But when I see people say stupid things like that, it just it makes it makes me so happy to see. There's another one that uh, that I can't play because it's not really. I mean, if you want to see it, you can go to my uh, Twitter page. Which, if you're not following me on Twitter, you should totally do that. Aglin thing stuff. You can follow me there. But uh, but there's this video. It's from TikTok, and I'm not really big into TikTok. I tried to get into TikTok a little bit. But I like other people to find good TikTok videos because what I found out about that app is it's like a big time suck because it's kind of like mining for gold, you know? Like if you're looking for a good TikTok video, it might take you an hour and a half to, to find one good video, you know? So I kind of like to run across them on other platforms. Like I want other people to do the work for me. But, uh, <laughs> but I came across one and it was something called... Uh, corona challenge and it was this girl it was this woman that was in a airplane bathroom and it said corona challenge across it and she squatted down by the toilet and she licks the seat of the toilet on the airplane and then does a little like i think she does two peace signs one with with each hand and then she does like a little duck face and kind of puts her head sideways and it was, it's like what what's wrong with you it's like an epidemic of stupidity has swept like they declared a state of emergency 
for the coronavirus, we have a pandemic already going on, and it's called stupidity, and it has swept the nation. (laughs) But I like I, I see stuff like that, and you know I think that. I think that in times like this that are kind of troubling times, right? Because you can't deny that this has made you feel some kind of way since all this started, since this whole deal has started, regardless of your political views, regardless of, you know, age, race, sex, whatever. Everybody who's been watching the news and that knows what's going on, that has gone out in public, you know, they're calling off schools for entire states. They're shutting down restaurants. It's like by the day, more and more developments are happening and you almost feel like something's closing in on you, you know, and in times like this, troubling times, a lot of people turn to uh, family for, for like a comfort. A lot of people turn to like what they believe, like their religion, you know, a lot of people turn to their political leaders or, or friends, like everybody has a different source of comfort, you know? when when stuff comes up in life you know but you know i turn to tiktok and youtube and the internet and i think well what would we really be using with losing with a good pandemic (laughs) what are we gonna lose like honestly i thought about that you know what would we be out the girl licks an airplane bathroom seat. I don't know if she cleaned it or not. You know, a lot of people, you don't see a lot of people carrying Clorox wipes into the bathroom, you know, you know, in a public restroom. Even if she did clean it before she did it, that's nasty. In her head, it was a good idea to her to go into this bathroom. I'm going to create something called a Corona Challenge. She went in the bathroom. She licked the seat. Maybe this Corona challenge is already a thing, and I'm just seeing somebody actually do the challenge. Like, uh, maybe it's already a thing, and somebody else came up with it, you know? But this girl, which this is not a girl that looks like she would lick a toilet seat if you see her. She, She puts a lot of time and effort into how she looks. And I thought, well, if she got some disease, you know, like the coronavirus might be the the least of our worries, licking a toilet seat on an airplane like that. But what would we lose? What would society lose if she got some disease? You know, what, a, a few pictures on Instagram of her Olive Garden meal a couple times a month? Hashtag hungry, hashtag yummies. <laughs> That's what we would lose. If if this was like, if this really took off the Corona challenge, we would lose a lot of pictures of food. Like not just, I'm not saying just, you know, because I know chefs and cooks and stuff like that will post pictures of food. But this kind of woman is the one that's like, um, I took a picture of a pretzel at the mall, you know, or she's sitting there selfie and herself taking a bite out of the pretzel you know hashtag with salt hashtag mall <laughs> that's what we would lose that's what we would lose it would thin out if it would thin out your social media feed if there would be less stuff you know but then again it would be less stuff like i wouldn't have anything to talk about right now i saw another I saw another uh, 
video. There's videos of people in the hospital. And I saw one and, and, and this girl is sitting in a hospital bed with the coronavirus making videos, making content. And you're in the hospital with a virus that's sweeping the nation that everybody's freaking out about. And you're sitting in a hospital bed, you know, hashtag grateful, hashtag dying. <laughs> you would think, you would think that this kind of stuff would make people stop and realize. Because I was thinking about that. I was like, man, with everything that's going on right now in the United States and in the entire world, you would think that a lot of people would snap back into reality and their priorities would, you know, straighten out, you know, and they'd be like, you know, maybe shooting all these dumb videos that trying to get a bunch of likes from people that I don't even know, you know, that satisfaction that those people talk about getting with likes, you know, like maybe that's really empty and I need to actually live my life instead of walking around on my phone constantly thinking of ways that I can get people that I'll never meet in my life to like me better than the people that are right in front of me, that are all around me. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the stuff, some stuff, like if I just said to you, if I said to you right now, if I said, you know, tell me, Tell me about every video that you liked across Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Tell me the videos that you liked this week, right? I probably couldn't tell you five, you know? I probably couldn't. If I was just being honest with you, I probably couldn't tell you the videos that I liked, you know, because you 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 see it and then you're off to the next thing, you know? So all this content that you put so much into, these toilet seats that you're licking, like people forget about that stuff. It'll be out of my head. Like the toilet seat one, okay, I do remember that one, but that's because I wanted to put it on the podcast and I think you're an idiot. You know, I don't even think that I like that. I like that video in real life, but I didn't push the little button so you don't get the satisfaction. Maybe I should have did that, you know. So when she's laying on her deathbed, she can be some stranger with a podcast like my toilet seat licking video. But <laughs> uh, that's mean, I guess. But it's true. If you think about it, people just are in this whole night. And I guess that's like if that's all you've known, if that's all you've known your whole life. And you grew up. I see, I didn't grow up in this age. I didn't grow up in an age where I constantly feel like I need to be uh, entertaining people. Not entertaining people, but being validated by people. You know, this podcast to me, I know that I'm kind of creating content right now. So I might sound like some kind of a hypocrite, but that's the beauty of a podcast is there's no one here to argue with me and there's no one to say, but Glenn, what are you doing? Right. But look here, I'm doing, I like to do this. This is fun for me. Like I don't have a huge, it's not, my podcast hasn't blown up as huge as a lot of other people's podcasts, you know, because I'm not going to be somebody that I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, Oh, let me do, let me do a podcast about something that's trendy. You know, like, let me do a podcast about something that's trendy right now. And, you know, then people will like me and tell me that they like if you're into stuff like that more. I'm not hating on anybody. I think that everybody should just be who they are. You know, but just the 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 videos 
of and even the like the pictures that people are taking and posting on s- social media about grocery stores being empty and they're taking pictures and posting it to social media. You're not the you, I said this in the last podcast like how bad can it be? How bad can it be that you're you're taking pictures like you're not real hungry and you're not really panicking. You're just mad cuz you can't get what you want when you want it how you want it. And that's what we're all used to doing. You know, we're all used to having everything at, like at our disposal. Like I ordered some stuff off Amazon Prime, right, the other day. And it said usually on a lot of Amazon stuff, you can get it overnight, right? Like that's what we're all used to. And it said that it won't be delivered. I ordered it Sunday and it said it won't be delivered towards, like till Friday. And I was like, Friday? Friday? Like how dare, how dare they wait up? I'm, I'm a Prime member. You know, I should get prime time. But then I was like, I stood back and I was a reasonable human being because we're all, we all can be unreasonable, you know, during this stuff. There's a lot of changes going on all of our lives. These are minor inconveniences, you know, but I just don't like, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around being in a hospital bed and thinking like, I'm going to make a video. I'm going to make a TikTok. You know, with the little song, hashtag grateful, hashtag ventilator. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm waiting to read about what I'm waiting to read about, writing to read. I'm all keyed up today, man. I'm sorry. For for an early week podcast, uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday. And so I'm still kind of, I don't know. I'm still, it's, I'm still kind of hyped up. You know, I haven't hit Wednesday and been like, ugh. You know, every time I cough, though, every single, like I was eating some cornbread last night, right? And if you're not from the South, the cornbread, let me tell you something. You need to make a pan of cornbread. Get a little cake pan, what, like an eight-inch round cake pan, right? And get a good cornbread recipe online. Get a bag of cornmeal. It's really cheap to make, and it's really good, and it goes with everything, you know? I don't eat it a whole lot, so when I do eat it, I I enjoy it, you know? And you make uh, some hot cornbread in a round pan, and then you cut it like a pie, right? And then you get your piece of cornbread out. I'll tell you something good to put in cornbread, let me tell you. What you need to put in cornbread is when when you make your cornbread, this is, you can get fresh jalapenos, but you can get like the pickled jalapenos in a jar, Right. And you take those jalapenos out and you can cut them up however many you want to mix in the batter. You cut them up, throw them in the batter or you can actually throw them in the batter hole. I like to cut some up and throw them in the batter. And then once I dump it in the pan, I'll throw some like the whole slices, the little ring jalapenos. You put that on top. And then you bake it, and then you butter your cornbread. You can even put some honey on there so it's like the sweet and the hot together. <sighs> what you talking about? And uh, but anyway, I was eating some cornbread last night, and I it's really mealy. Like it's a, it's not like eating a biscuit if you haven't eaten corn. I think everybody's eating cornbread. That's pretty standard, right? Cornbread's pretty standard. It's not. It should be. Anyway, it's like mealy, and so I kind of inhaled. I inhaled you know, some of the cornbread because I was eating it because I was like acting like I've never eaten before in my life. And I inhaled some of the cornbread and I started coughing really hard. And I was like, do I have the coronavirus? Oh man, I have the coronavirus. (laughs) I think everybody's feeling kind of on edge right now. Every, any kind of little thing that you feel, you're like, do I have it? Do I have it? Did I get it? 
I'm breathing weird. Am I breathing weird? I just coughed. I, I sniffled a little. Oh, man. Oh, man. But anyway, <laughs> people are nervous about it. Well, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, I want to say last week, right? And uh, I was talking to Cam, which is uh, from our True Crime podcast, which is if you're into true crime, if you like dead people, if you like hearing people talk about dead folks, let me tell you something. You should go over to our True Crime podcast, and those are like the two sweetest ladies in the world. Uh, and you should listen to their podcast. Anyway, I was talking to Cam, and Cam told me something. She said, "She said, uh, do you, have you ever heard?" She mentioned something called like chicken pox, and I said, "Well, I've, or chicken pox parties." And I said, "Well, I never had chicken pox because I got vaccinated. Uh, like I never caught it for so long, and then I was still young enough when the vaccine came out. I was uh, I was young enough to still get the vaccine for chicken pox, and." Uh, she said, well, have you ever heard of chicken pox parties? And I was like, no, what even is that? And so uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia, which is where you go for all your knowledge. And this is what it says, right? I screenshotted it so I could tell you what it is. If you've never heard of a chicken pox party. But uh, a pox party, also flu party, etc., is a social activity where children are deliberately exposed to an infectious disease. Such parties were done before vaccines were available to get it over with or because it was believed childhood disease would be less severe than disease as an adult. For example, measles is more dangerous to adults than children over five years old. Nowadays, pox parties are typically organized by anti-vaccinationists who, which I talked about, I think I talked about anti-vaxxers on my last one podcast i don't know anti-vaccinationists who believe that vaccination is more dangerous than contracting contract than contracting the disease deliberately exposing people to diseases is discouraged by public health officials in favor of vaccinations flu parties are also sometimes done there exist variations of pox parties that involve shipping infectious material. In many parts of the world, shipping infectious items is illegal or tightly regulated. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When I read about this, I thought any parent that would put their children, because you don't know, man. Like, you don't know. Okay, you're an anti-vaxxer. Got it. There's not a 100% chance that your child will get the infectious disease that you're exposing them to deliberately, right? There's not a 100% chance that they're going to get it, you know? And for you to be like, I just want to get it over with, that's selfish as all get out. That's like the nicest way I can say it. I could say it in another way, but I'm not going to say it in that way because when I read that, I was like, there are people that are this stupid, you know, and misguided. You can't like, see, raising kids is not something that you need to, oh, I just swallow my heart, raising kids. No, like, if you want to live your own life and be an idiot, there's nothing wrong with that. I say, right on, man. And if you want to teach your kids what to believe, you know, and, and you know, you want to raise them a certain way, that's your prerogative. I think that you ought to raise your kids to think for themselves, right? But as far as putting them in harm's way, in harm's way, you need to listen to people that are smarter than you. Which, if you do stuff like this, that's darn near everybody, right? So, the flu. Why would you expose your children to the flu? Like, why would you do that? 
It's a new strain comes around every year. So that's like saying, well, they're going to get it this year, so I might as well just go ahead and take them over to Billy's house. And just the parents that come up with this stuff. Like, this is disgusting, man. And I know that, I know that, <laughs> that you're like, weird and positive, Glenn, go. That's why we started coming here. Well, I mean, just like, this is how I am, man. When, when it comes to kids and comes to stuff like this, a pox party, it was like when I read about this, and then I read about, oh, it's not just a pox party. I was thinking about, there are going to be people out there that expose their kids to the coronavirus, right? They're going to hear about some other whack nut job parent that has the coronaviruses in their house. They're going to set up a play date. Their child, like their child, like when you're a kid, you look up to your parents, you know, unless your parents are just really jacked up. But most kids look up to their parents. And so you're this authority figure. You're this figure of security in this child's life. And you're taking them somewhere. And if you're an anti-vaxxer, man, I don't even care. Like, I don't, you can, you can leave me a bad review. You can write me a nasty email. You can do whatever you need to do. But that is psychologically messing with your kid. It's not only physically dangerous what you're doing to them, but it's psychologically dangerous too, because they trust you. They trust you to do what's best for them, you know? And just because you want to give them some elderberry juice, you know, instead of, uh, of getting them vaccinated, or you want them to suck on some kind of chew on some kind of root from China. You know what I mean? Like do all that, man. I'm all for, um, like natural preventative natural stuff and natural stuff that, that people use. Was it herbal? Like I'm all for that. I'm gung Like I support that 100, but don't be stupid, man. Don't do your kids like this. You know, try to protect them. If they, if they're not sick, get them vaccinated. It's, it's science. I can't explain it all to you, but I know it to be true. <laughs> you know why? Because I never got the chicken pox. You know why? Because I got the vaccine. Because my parents gave it to me. And they didn't take me to, to nobody's house that had the chicken pox. Right? That's how I know. In field research, son. <laughs> but anyway, so I mean the important thing I think right now is to not take your kids out in public or yourself if you can help it and just stay in, you know? And I know that it's a lot of people are having a hard time right now. A lot of people are having a hard time staying in, but like, I just came up, like I was laying in bed most of the day Sunday and, you know, not trying to go out or anything. And I was like, well, I can just kind of pretend like I'm in a cult. This is what being in a compound would be like if I was in a cult, right? And it doesn't got to be a bad cult. I was thinking about, like, if I had a cult, what would it be like? And it would be a good... I think that if I was in a cult, it would be pretty chill, man. It wouldn't be, like, the crazy stuff that goes on. I think that it would be, like, kind of a off-the-grid type cult, you know? It would kind of be, like... Because I was thinking about Doomsday Preppers, and I was watching some of that. And uh, and I thought it would be kind of be an off-the-grid cult, you know? Where everybody had a job, you know? And everybody's like, peace, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, there could be like good cults, you know, not like cults where you can't be a member. If it would be like my cult could be like, you can't be a member if you're a jerk, you know, and it'd be pretty like, you got to be good to people. You can't be a jerk. 
I guess there's some kind of rules. It can't just be total anarchy. You know, I guess there would kind of be some rules in the cult. I don't think that I would like to make up so much of her, like, because it seems like at the center of every cult, there's some religious leader or guru and everybody believes some weird religious stuff. Can you have a cult without having that? Like, or is that what makes the cult? Is, is believing the stuff that's kind of out there, is that what makes the cult like good and juicy? Because if so, maybe it's not so great of a thing, but I was just thinking about like, man, this is kind of like what being in a cult is kind of like. You can't leave, you know, or you can leave, but it's highly discouraged. I'll tell you who did the best press conference, right? And this is another video that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, the guy, the governor of West Virginia, right? And his name is Governor Jim Justice. And uh, this is a press conference that he did, um, I guess, yesterday, maybe. I think this was yesterday. And I never heard of this guy before. I never heard of the West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. That sounds like a West Virginia name. But uh, he did my favorite press conference because we've all watched local, state, and national press conferences or clips. And, uh, and like... Uh, We've all seen this stuff since all this, you know, popped off. And this guy, by far, by hands down, like there's not even another press conference I've seen that comes close to what Jim Justice did yesterday. Check it out. I would say to you, the federal government and everybody is saying, go to the grocery stores. For crying out loud, go to the grocery stores. If you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. If you want to go, to, if you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. See, I'm not making fun of his accent, right? Because I live in the South, and it kind of irks my nerves a little bit when I listen to other podcasts and they make fun of Southerners because I've heard that on podcasts and I've heard people do their accents like "oh dilly do," and it, it's kind of like, dude, you know, I think that some people in other parts of the United States they kind of they kind of associate having a Southern accent with with like being ignorant or being stupid and i'm not like i'm not that guy that that no man this is where i live these are my people man and um and so i'm not like what i love about this guy is he is holding a press conference and he's saying the exact opposite i know that he's like don't panic that's his intentions right but he's probably holding a press conference telling people that they need to stay home and telling people about social distancing but he's just so like if you won't go to bob evans and eight go to bob evans and eight if you won't go grocery store for crying out loud go grocery store but i mean that's not why are you doing this this is like this is like the kind of press conference that you do when everything's going good, you would tell people to go out. Why are you even doing a press conference? You're just like, man, carry on, everybody. If you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go, go to Bob, Bob Evans, Evans and eat. eat. <laughs> man, how great is that? And something else that I like about this guy, right, is that when I saw this video, not knowing who he was, I've heard a lot of governors talk in my time of different states that address different issues, but I've never heard one say, go Bob Evans and eight. I'm more of a Cracker Barrel type guy. I'd rather go to Cracker Barrel than, than Bob Evans. But, uh, but this guy made me feel like I could be governor of West Virginia, right? And that's not cheapening the, 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 
the office of governor of West Virginia. I'm not, that's why, what I'm doing at all. I'm not doing that. I'm saying that because I think pretty, like, I think that I'm, I could get, tell people go Bob Evans and eat during a pandemic where we're highly discouraged from going out to eat and going out in public. I would say to you, the federal government and everybody is saying, go to the grocery stores. For crying out loud, go to the grocery stores. If you want to go to Bob said, Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. He said the federal government and everybody. Isn't that what he said? I would say to you, the federal government and everybody is saying. The federal government and everybody saying to you. That's what he said, the federal. The federal government and everybody saying to you. But I just thought that was great, man. That is fantastic. If you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. So, so my message to you today is if you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. <laughs> why? Why Bob Evans? See, when you look at him, he looks like somebody that you would see at Bob Evans. He just does. But anyway, I thought that that was absolutely the best thing that I heard this week. Except for like, this. yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but like... Inevitable? So which one's better? That or... If you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. I don't know, man. Those are both gold. Those are both... When I found... Just both of those clips are my favorite thing. My favorite thing about this... I mean, this thing has given me so much to talk about and to think about. It's just great. But I mean, I know... I know that it's not a lot of fun. And depending what line of work you're in i know that it's getting kind of freaky i'm kind of seeing like a like a lockdown quarantine thing start happening i know it's already happening in certain cities and stuff that's what i see happening i think that you know with the kind of work that i'm in i think that my job is like an essential uh job so i don't think that uh i don't think that we'll get shut down i think that we'll just keep on trucking and doing what we do at my place of employment but uh you know, I, I know it's scary, man. And just hang on. You know, just hang on. And if you need to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. I don't encourage that. Actually, I don't encourage that at all. I don't encourage. But if you're in West Virginia, you listen to your governor. But, uh, but you know, I plan on keeping the podcast going. A lot of stuff is going on. Kids are out of school. All of that's canceled in South Carolina across the state. And, uh, and so I'll be busy. As you know, I know a lot of people are, uh, I, I think that there's a lot of people saying a lot of stuff right now and, uh, and it's kind of hard to take it all in and, and, you know, choose what I, I kind of want to believe the best, you know, but at the same time, I want to, I want to keep a good head about all this. So, uh, so I make good decisions. Right. And I think that's what we all need to do. If we can stay in, we need to stay in and, and chill out and pretend like we're, in our little cult and um and you know thank you for listening to the podcast today if you're just bored you know and you're like man i want to hear you talk about uh i want to hear you talk about this glenn or what do you think about that i'll be glad to do that you can hit me up my email is in the notes to this podcast and uh or you can hit me up on social media on twitter you can just search glenn thinks stuff uh podcast and i'll come up um, Aglin thinks stuff's the handle. Um, everybody just take care, be careful. We're going to get through this. I mean, we're already, look how deep we already are. We're still kicking it, man. We're still here. And, uh, I hope that all of you have, uh, um, 
just have a good week and, you know, wrap this thing up the right way. And I'm just going to leave you with a few words of wisdom, you know, before I go. If you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, go to Bob Evans and eat. <laughs>